0: to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. Merry Christmas. We need more of Christ. I'm just going to start talking. So I, I do um, love Christmas, and I think there was a time where I did not celebrate it because I was a Muslim, so we did not celebrate Christmas at all. Um, and I also remember the verses that we used to use. Um, one of them, it's funny when Chrissy brought that up about the tree because we would always tell other Christians, well, how you guys can celebrate or blah, 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 when it says Jesus was hung on a tree because it says that, hung on a tree. But we literally took it as being hung on a tree. Cause we didn't have the spirit of God in us to really interpret the word of God correctly. Right. And we also talked about the verses as far as cutting a tree down and bringing it in your home and decorating it. Right. So the Lord had to speak to me on that. And listen, I'm not on anyone. If that's your, if the Lord is telling you guys not to do it, that's fine. There's no judgment in that. Okay. I'll tell you the reason why I have a tree is because I look at it. Cause honestly in the Bible or talked about it, it says people were worshiping the tree. That's what they did. They cut it down, they decked it with silver and gold, and they worshiped the tree. But I, a long time ago, decided why worship the tree when I can worship the one who made the tree. So I look at the tree as a tree of life. Okay, and how the word says, I'm the vine, you are the branches. So I look at it not to worship it, but to be remembrance of who Jesus was. And I'm big to tell you, was he born on Christmas Day? No, but was he born? (laughs) That's the big thing, because I talk to people all the time who go, he wasn't born on Christmas Day. And I'm like, you're absolutely right, he was not. Okay, just like my birthday's in June, but if my family chooses to celebrate my birthday in August, I'm gonna say, thank the Lord, you're gonna celebrate me in August. But here's a chance where the whole world is looking. at Christ, regardless of how their mindset is. The thing is, they're looking at Christ. Okay. So that's what I'm like, Lord, we go, we'll worship you if it's December. But we worship him every day, okay? But here's an opportunity for us to minister to other people because now they're in that mindset of, oh, it's Christ's birthday. It's Christ's birthday. Okay, say what it is, but listen, we believe and worship Christ every day. But this is an opportunity for us to shine that light on people, to let them know, yes, he was born to die for your sins. He was born to die for your healing. He was born to die so that you can have all the promises in the Bible so you know your inheritance because of him being born so that he can die for each and every one of you. So I thank him. I thank him. Like I am just in such this, this admiration of like who God is and and the love of him and just to thank him for regardless, because Christmas is not about gift giving. It's not about making sure everyone gives you a gift or they gave you gifts. You got to give them a gift. What you can do is love on them. That's the main gift. God is not telling you to get broke or to use credit cards to buy people gifts. Let me talk about that. He's just saying get be the gift giver that he has in you so you can give that to other people. Yeah. To love on them. And you don't have to wait till 2024. We're going to do it right here and right now. Amen. Right? So I'm like, I'm in such disemoration. I love him so much. So I go, Lord, I don't care if you were born December, September, January. The thing is, I'm going to worship you despite it all, despite how the enemy will try to come and go, you shouldn't celebrate this. You shouldn't say, well, you talk about this. No, I'm going to celebrate them anyway, because here's a chance for us to really be ministers of the gospel, ministers of reconciliation to let them know this is what Christmas is about. It's not about pagans and all that stuff. This is what Christmas is about. Let's switch it on the enemy because, of course, he doesn't want you to celebrate. Of course, he doesn't want you to. Why would he? Because once you have the knowledge and revelation of who he is and who you are to him, baby, that's a whole nother level for each and every one of you, a whole nother level. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's, uh, tithes and offering? Sorry, not sorry. Okay, we ready? Everyone has their envelope? We ready to give? Ready to give. Father, we thank you. Thank you that you have given seed to the sower. We thank you, Lord, that we are blessed so that we could be a blessing to other people. And as we sow this seed into good ground, Father, we thank you that we don't we skip from the thirty and the sixty, but we go straight to the hundredfold, God, because you have given a supernatural increase, and we call it forth immediately. We give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 amen, amen, amen. So, at I'm going to tell on him a little bit. A-T, okay, P-T, but A-T, right? Remember I said it's apostle? Apostle Tom, so that's what we're going to call him. Text me this morning uh, a little something that he was thinking, maybe I might have to give a word. And I am just first was like, what word? <laughs> what do you mean? I, I Okay, we, we don't know what we're doing here. But the Holy Ghost does, okay? So we were thinking we're going to have a special guest. And um, I don't know, I have connection to the special guest, Um, as you guys, you heard me tell you that my name is born on Christmas day and stuff. So I do have a little connection to someone. So I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll see if he shows up in the meantime, we're just going to go ahead and talk. Can we do that? Can we do some talking? (laughs) Oh, 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 there he is. There there he is. (laughs) He showed, he showed. I knew he wasn't going to let me down.
1: I don't know if this is does this work, okay? This other mic? Yeah, we hear you. I'm not used to having this much hair, so it's hard for me to hear you. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Well, I just want to thank Pastor Tom, Apostle Tom, Evangelist Tom, Teacher Tom, Preacher Tom for letting me to teach and preach this morning. You know, he's such a nice guy. Kind, loving, caring. Wonderful, conceited. But so many of you know who I am. My name is Santa Claus. Say Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Which I really came from St. Nick. If you know St. Nick and you know the story. So if anybody knows what Christmas is all about, it's me because I started it. Back in the 1800s, I actually started Christmas, and we called it Christmas. Why did we do that? Because it was Christ's birthday, and we wanted to take Christ to the masses. So we came up with the word chris Mass. And then when you label it down, if you look me up, I'm a patron saint of children. I love kids. (laughs) Kids, grandkids, any kids. Just give me a kid, praise God. Doesn't make any difference to me. So we changed it then because Christ is actually God, and God means love. So it was love the children. That's what we wanted to do. But how many know since then things have been perverted? The Bible says God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son, but the world has perverted, and they always do everything we do. How many know there's fake news out there? They make up songs, and they make up stories that aren't true, but people take on those things and they keep thinking that they're true and they're not. There's one, one song they came out with, you better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pow, I'm telling you why. I never wrote that song. It was somebody else who wrote that song. Whether you're naughty or nice, that's not what Christmas is about. Christmas is about I was going to go from faraway country, go across to come to this little kid's house, come down his chimney and give him a present, not because he was naughty, not because he was nice, Not because he deserved it, to just show the love of Christ to that child. If it was an orphan, it's probably the only present they got. If they only had one parent, it might have been the only present they got. So it was to show the love of Christ to people, and that's what my ministry started at, and that's what it was supposed to do, praise God, not for any reason. Now, since I started, how many knowing you started to good, there's going to be personal attacks going to come against your life? So they came out with a story a few years ago, which I just can't believe. They said, I ran over Grandma with a reindeer. (laughs) I want you to know I've never ran over anything with a reindeer at all. And that, they took away my sleigh license for like two months, they had to go to court, fight it in court, finally fight it in court. You know what You know what happened? They found out Amtrak did it. <laughs> right. So I got off the hook there, but how you know that's a setback in my life? Right. Then they came after me personal. I couldn't believe they did this. Somebody reported they saw mommy kissing me. And I don't kiss anybody's mommy but my mommy, praise God, hallelujah, <laughs> Mrs. Claus. So that was trouble. How I many you know if you're a woman and, and it's going all over the world that your husband's out there kissing everybody's mommy, you can get in trouble. So it a lack of trust for a little bit, and we had our little squabblings and our little things to do. But, but praise God, we made it through before it was over with. And then in the, in the more recent time, there was a lady by the name of Donna who came out with a song called Material World or Material Girl. <laughs> This totally changed Christmas. It went from any love, any nice giving, it just went to things. Everybody's got to have some things, things, things. And we can see it now with the older generation. The older generation basically have have, have got to have the best expensive car that there is. Then they drive to work six days and back, work 12 hours a day to pay for the car that they got they couldn't afford and then they get the biggest house they want in the world. And they're paying that thing off, but then they lose their kids and their wife by the time they pay the house off because they left because they weren't paying them any attention at the time. So things have ruined Christmas. Say things. things. Have, ruined have ruined Christians. Christmas. I mean, they join country clubs they don't even have time to go to. They join gyms they never even go to. Why is that? Because the whole world wants to go after things. They think their worth is in things, not in who that they are. And when you get your things and who you are, you don't care about things anymore. And one thing they did is they, hi, little boy, how are you? I'll be seeing you tonight, boy. (laughs) So the younger generation, basically, that we have out there right now, weren't raised by their parents. The culture has come in, and the culture says, uh, uh, do you want to be a millionaire? How to become a millionaire. So the younger generation don't want to work. They just want to become millionaires. So they're out there running around all over the place, no parents to tell them what to do or what not to do to raise them up. They're coming to a place now where it's corrupting the culture. How I many you know the kids kill other kids for Nike tennis shoes? Yes. Women sell their bodies for what? Things. Yes. Everybody's out there trying to get things, things, things. But Christmas is not about things, Amen. it's about love. Yes. And as everybody walks around and says, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. You're not going to have a Merry Christmas unless you have love in your Christmas. Yes. No. And a lot of these kids now, you know who their idols are, that big sports guy who's making $42 billion a year, and every one of them are going to be that. How many know they're not? They're not going to get there, so they don't want a job, they don't want to work. And what this done for the younger generation is they have no gratification for anything that you give them because everything has been handed to them basically by people not trying to love them, their parents, but try to buy them things to prove their love, and that don't prove their love, so it's not working, so our society's a little bit messed up. So Christmas for a long time has been about things. How many know when letters are written about things, I get them? People want this, people want that, people want. I'll tell you, I've got some weird things. <laughs> One time I got a letter from three, it said wise men, which I couldn't hardly believe they were. But they were going to see a young child, almost a baby. They were going to a baby shower. How many of you ever been in a baby shower? How many of you ever held a baby shower? How many of you ever wanted gold, frankincense, and myrrh for your kid? Nobody, nobody wanted that. So these guys were misconstrued on the things that they wanted to give, but they wanted to give them something they didn't want to give them, so they just gave them anything at that time. There's another lady in the Bible who basically wrote me a letter. Her name is Herodias. And for Christmas, she could have anything she wanted. You know what she asked for? The head of John the Baptist. I said, that's the screwiest letter I've ever gotten in my life. So I rolled back and said, what the heck is the matter with you? And she sent back, she just said, I'm trying to get ahead in life. (laughs) Dang it, you gave me away. Nobody knew it until right then. Yeah, people go crazy over gifts. And now let's take it to the church, to us regular people. Well, I got them something. They didn't get me anything. Well, I got them a little present, but they got me a big present. They bought me one, and I got to go out and get them something. And we get in the same thing where everything's about things, 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 trying to get something a little bit more expensive for the person who got you something so you look a little bit better than them, and it don't work that way. We run from store to store to store to store to store to store to, store, to get the thing, don't we? And I got, you know, you got kids and grandkids, and you run every, you go gone to Macy's, and then you're going to the next store, and you think that's the gift, that's the perfect gift, and finally you find it, there it is, Walmart. <laughs> and you buy that gift, and you bring it down, and you wrap it, and you put it under the tree, and you're waiting until Christmas morning here come the kids and the grandkids and they ripping that stuff up all over the place tearing it out you're so excited and they open that thing up and they look at the present they set it down and play with the box for 45 minutes <laughs> ever happen yeah and then you go back there a week later that person's house you know where it is in the closet in the back with the other presents they got the last 25 years in mint condition because nobody ever played with the thing so we do it also in the church for things like this how about husbands and wives Now we can talk. Most husbands, when they start their Christmas shopping on December 23rd, <laughs> decide they're going to get their wife or something. They're looking and looking and looking. Finally, they say, ooh, that's a sexy nightgown. Ooh-wee. So you wrap that thing up and you give it to them, and that sexy nightgown in for them. That sexy nightgown's for you. And they say, "Well, I got her sexy nightgowns the last 23 years. I better get her something different this year." So you get her pots and pans. Now, who are the pots and pans for? Me. And most of you are already bigger than Santa Claus the way it is. You don't need any pots and pans. No pots and pans. So we're getting things that we think we can manipulate people to cook for us to wear a sexy nightgown. And how many know the women aren't any better? But do women get the man. A tools. A tool set. Why a tool set? Because he hasn't done those honeydews in 10 years because he didn't have the right tools. Right. So if I get him the right tools, now he can't say that anymore, see? So I he's got to do what I want him to do. So there's so many things to do. What else do wife do? Wife want to get him two tickets to the opera. <laughs> Honey, I just want to spend some time, quality time with you. No, you don't. You know he wouldn't go to the opera. So you're buying those two tickets. So he's stuck and he's got to go as a present. So we get the same thing. We get off love and we get on things. It's about love. It's about loving and loving the children and loving the people aside even, loving what we're supposed to do, praise God. And that's what Christmas is all about. It's not about things. Say, it's not about things. things. So the greatest thing that's happened to Christmas is the, the mainstream medium and everybody else have perverted what it's for and what it's supposed to do. They perverted. I found out in my own life what the greatest thing I ever have, the greatest thing, if I can call it that, the greatest thing that I've ever had in my life up to this point, and it's Mrs. Claus. And you can all clap, but you're out there shopping every day, getting ready, time's running out. But that person sit aside of you right now, you, and you too, and you too, and you too, and you too. The greatest gift you have is sitting right next to you. The greatest gift you have are those kids who are just about to make you scream because they say, can we open them now? Can we open them now? Can we open them now? But no, it's about love. It's about loving the person around you. And I tell you, those gifts are better off. I've got my, my Mrs. Claus here. She's definitely the best thing. You know, the best gift that I ever had, and the best gift that I ever wanted, and and she's got some benefits. You know, she's been with me a long time, and I've never put her in her box, put her back up in the closet. She's still right here. (laughs) And one of the best things, this is one of the best things at Christmas time. she don't need batteries. Oh, thank God. Thank God. But what's the greatest thing about my wife? You know what it is? After... Forty some years married to her, I still love playing with her. Uh-oh. This is a dirty-minded church. I was talking about golf. <laughs> what kind of church we got going here. Jeez, you guys ought to check yourself. Praise <laughs> God. No, but it's all about love. It's all about giving. And, and notice the type and shadow of this is what's so good because basically I'm Santa Claus. I made this up so I would come, travel clear across the country, go down the chimney, come to a little boy and give him a gift. He doesn't know who I am. He's never seen me before, but somebody loves him enough to give him a gift just because they gave him a gift. Now Christ came down, not across the earth, but from heaven to earth, traveled across. He's looking for you the whole time, no matter where you lived. He's always looking for you. Then he don't want to come in your house. He wants to come in your and he comes in your heart in there. Well, what for? Does he do it because you're naughty? No. Does he do it because you're nice? No. Does he do it because you deserve it? No. no, he don't do it for any of those things because basically that's what Christmas is all about, praise God. Our families and our kids loving one another and getting along with one another and loving people. Well, I don't have a spouse. You know people love somebody for gosh sakes. Pick somebody up. Smile at people when you're shopping. Yeah, and if they shoot at you, then quit smiling at people. <laughs> Do it just that long and see how far you can go and what happens. So what's Christmas? That's what it's all about. It's about loving one another, loving each other, loving things. And like I say, we shouldn't sing, I wish you a Merry Christmas. It should be, a, I wish you a loving Christmas. Because it's not about the presents. It's not about what you get. It's about loving your spouse. It's about loving your kids. It's about loving your brothers and sisters in the church. But also, brothers and sisters, how many of you know you've all got some? They might want to give them a call. Send them a little card for a change. Talk to that one you haven't talked to in 25 years and spread some love, because that's what Christmas is all about. Hallelujah. All right. Well, I salvaged one song that was I wrote a long time ago. Of course, they messed it up. They made it Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Who writes something about snow, for God's sake? These people are crazy. So I'm going to show you my original version of it, and it goes like this oh the world outside is frightful but the holy ghost is so delightful and since he's always ready to go let's let him flow let him flow let him flow the works of the devil he is stopping by the power in us that is a popping you are full of power from head to toe so let him flow let him flow let him flow when we finally get it right that it's not by our power or our might, but by the spirit that lives within, we'll have victory again and again. That's my favorite part. No, I don't it. It's hard when you're really good on stage. It, it, they try to get in there too quick. Listen to this one. The works of darkness are slowly dying. And the devil and his demons, they are crying. Because we are a church that's in the know. We let him flow, let him flow, let him flow. Hey! Of course, I'm recopywriting that song, so don't worry, it'll be available out there pretty soon. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, how many kids? We got any kids here today? Kids stand up if you're here. Kids? Kids? Go ahead. skids. Kids, or if you think you're a kid, come on, I got a little package for you. In honor of Love Day, I'm giving out some kisses. Else? Come here. Who else? Come on, kids. Who's here? Come on, you two. You're always bugging me for these things. These are the two candy thieves right here. This one? That one. She's got to come up. Can you have two? Well, your dad wants one. I should say so. Here. Wrap it up. Yeah. Then her aunt's uncle, her uncle's aunt, or everything else, that's the way she does things, praise God, so. And I just wanna mention, you know, as we talk about things, there's things that people do that are heart things, and there are things that people do that are things things. And one of the greatest things, you know, just, just in the last year for me, and we've had a lot of wonderful things happen, but there's one time we came out of a restaurant, we were with our grandkids and, and uh, you know, Aaron and Brandy, and basically on the way out, Talon just reached over, gave me a big kiss on the cheek and said, I really love you, Papa. And notice, I didn't do anything. I didn't give her candy. I didn't do nothing. She just did that. How I many know that was a thing, but that was implanted in my heart? I mean, she could have bought me something. It wouldn't have made any difference. But it's those things, that one thing you said to somebody this year, that one thing you had a chance to do it, that one thing where you just made somebody smile for the first time in their life. That's what Chris was about, and that's what I as St. Nick is all about, bringing love to children and other people. Praise God. Are you ready? I wish you all a very merry, merry Christmas. Spend time with your family, have a good time, and enjoy each other.